Former President Jacob Zuma has taken to Twitter to respond to the latest utterances by EFF leader Julius Malema about ANC-NEC member Derek Hanekom. Zuma says this confirms his testimony at the State Capture Commission of inquiry that Hanekom is a known agent. This follows EFF President Julius Malema revealing that Hanekom provided the EFF with the list of ANC members that would vote against former President Jacob Zuma in his 2017 vote of no confidence. Tariq Hanokom is the one who gave us a list of ANC MPs who are going to vote with us against Zuma in the motion of no confidence. Meanwhile, ANC-NEC member Derek Hanakom has admitted that he met with the EFF Secretary-General and MP Godrich Gardi in a bid to oust Zuma from office. The former tourism minister says it was not a secret that he held meetings with the EFF and other organizations over a quest to oust Zuma from office. I do think uh, a lot of fuss was made about something that is relatively insignificant because most of what was said was known. By the way, I've never kept, I've never made it a secret that I had these meetings because there's nothing secret about it. We met and had coffee. If to, if you want to really know where, we had it at the Mug and Bean at Eastgate. Very pleasant, very cordial, um, and so it shouldn't be confused with the criticisms that have been leveled against the EFF subsequently. Meanwhile, ANC spokesperson Pule Mabe says they've only just received the news through EFF leader Malema and the media. Um, and the NEC is expected to meet this weekend and this will most likely be on the agenda. We learned of this meeting with the EFF, which Comrade Derek subsequently confirmed. The ANC is hearing this for the first time out in the media. You and I don't have the details. The message you showed there to be coming from Derek Anagom only confirms that they met at the Magen Bean in Eastgate. And we don't know what was the detail of those discussions. That was ANC spokesperson Pulem Mabe. Also, the ANC Secretary General Ace Makashule describing the NEC member Derek Hanekom as a wedge driver on a mission to divide the ANC. Well, we're joined on the line now by political analyst Sanusha Naidu. Sanusha, what do you make of, of all the developments in the last couple of hours? Um, tiring. Tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming to a point where it's uh, reaching a kind of of, of, of level in which it's just becoming nasty, if it wasn't nasty before, and it's becoming kind of like trying to find any type of of, 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 of angle in order to discredit the other. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point in time, you know, what 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 really uh, make it makes me think about the situation and, and, and the questions that I have about it is these things would have been known in the party. This would have been known in the organization because this is how the organization has operated, mm-hmm. particularly in the last several years in terms of the kinds of, of, of intelligence operations and the checking and the, and the monitoring of what uh, party uh, members are doing. So to try and take this and extrapolate it and isolate it and try and create a, a, a whole narrative around it and say, look, this is what's going on, it's not new. Mm. These things were taking place in the party. A week ago this time, we found out about Nguako Ramatlodi, uh, President Zuma allegedly calling him uh, a spy. Now we hear him calling Hanakam a known enemy agent. But he placed both these people within his cabinet. 
Yes. I, I mean, Cabinet talks about very serious sentiment, uh, uh, sensitive issues relating our government. Why would you put two known spies in your Cabinet? You see, um, if you are into conspiracy theories, you've got to make sure everything links. Because we've got to create that level of doubt in the minds of those who are reading um, your, your testimony or reading whatever you are, you are putting out there and listening to you. That's a good point you raised, Kravani, because you would then, you could, I mean, I guess the counter argument would be, oh, I needed them to keep, I needed to keep them in my cabinet because I needed mm. to keep an eye on them. So you'd rather keep your enemies closer uh, and, and, and have kinds of checks and balances. What really bemuses me about this whole situation from the testimony to now what we are seeing is there has always been that threat that, we, that, that there's going to be a tell-all that's going to come out. Mm. But the problem with the tell-all is that the timing has to be also linked and synchronized to try and undermine and discredit the, the, the opponents that you have or the p- opponent camp. And I suspect that the timing has completely been dissynchronized with what the intention is. And so these are now... Try, uh, issues where you're trying to make sure that you, you, you nail her home the point that you say that these people were there, I kept them in my cabinet, but there's never been a response to that question about if there were known spies, if they were essentially threats to the national security interests of the state, and in t- particularly to the executive of the state, then of course, how did you dealt with in terms of countermeasures and counter uh, security measures mm. to deal with that? And I think those are critical questions because it's not just about trying to put out a narrative there and then not pulling in the whole context of the narrative. But you just want to pick up or extrapolate bits and pieces of it in order to try and push forward what I would say is a badly constructed narrative. Mm. Uh, Sanusha, I mean, the time of this famous coffee date with uh, Hanukkah and Godrej Gadi, it was it was not at it was at, at a time where members of of within the ANC have been coming out publicly and rebuking President Zuma. So, should we be surprised that Derek Hanukkah is meeting somebody to assist in the vote of no confidence against Jacob Zuma in twenty seventeen? You know, it, 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 to me, it seems as if, again, if you wanted to come up with the conspiratorial theory or you want to come up with these kinds of discredited uh, activities, and I see now that uh, the, the Secretary General of the party has also issued a statement late last night. Mm. But what's interesting is that it, it, at the time, the question is, uh, is there anything in terms of reaching across the, the floor in Parliament to opposition party members and saying to them, we want to, de- we want to discuss things or whatever. Now, what the content of the discussion is, is a different matter. But in terms of discussing and trying to bring people on board in, in a kind of broad con- uh, uh, operational dimension of how p- Parliament will operate in committees, etc., that's one way to look at it. But in terms of the fact that at the time there were openly members of, of both the party and MPs who have basically said that we are not going to support President Zuma, we're going to go to the opposite end, to the point where the, the party uh, chief whip in Parliament, Mr. Ntembu, who actually then threatened that motion of no confidence. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised that there would be these conversations happening in terms of how you coalesce support. Now, 
The question is, what is the intention in trying to use that as the basis to say, uh, but this man has always been an individual that we've never completely trusted. Mm. We see him now as, as, as a rogue in, uh, element and, and so forth. But then the point about it is that you had him in your parliament. You mm. had him in your, in, your, in your cabinet. And so I think this is just really, really, you know, throwing your toys out of the cot, really kind of trying to be um, uh, uh, taking the, 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 the position of, of how you want to destabilize the party. And it just tells you how fractured and how incoherent the party is at the moment. I want to talk about this incoherent aspect that you bring about, because correct me if, I wrong, or if I'm wrong, Derek Hanukam was part of the Ethics and Integrity Commission, was he not? Yes, he was. And, and he really did say that anybody who goes against the constitution of the ANC should meet the full might of whatever internal procedures and inquiry that the party has. He's gone against it. He's gone against it by, you know, obviously his actions with the EFF is divisive for his party, the ANC. Should he then, uh, you know, face the full might of the ANC law? I think that's the challenge you have when you throw stones in a glass house. Mm. Uh, because then whatever you say can come back to haunt you, and whatever you do can come back to uh, raise questions about your own integrity, your own positioning, and your own principles. Mm. I think his response to it in a, in, a, in, a, in a very interesting way, he took a kind of dismissive response to some of the questions last night that were posed to him by a media house, and he kind of just brushed it or shrugged off the, the, the implications of this of this whole situation, mm. um, in a sense. But I think at the same time, um, he is one. He is one individual. There are under, other individuals who, at the time, I think, if they had to say that, okay, you met with the EFF, you basically went out and supported Save Our South Africa, the march. You you publicly announced, etc. There were a number of different members who came out and expressed their their, their position on the issue, and what kind of, 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 of disciplinary action or what kind of sanction will the party take against them? Because then everybody, I mean, those that have been part of it are complicit. So it really it really shows uh, the kind of catch-22 the party finds itself in, notwithstanding a new, a new uh, question around the public protector as well, happening this Friday about her, her being uh, on, on the advocate's role and her potential and, and, and what, what, what that means. So we're seeing all of this reach a kind of crescendo, but it's really frustrating because the real work of the country is not getting done. It's being, it's being staggered and fragmented by these issues. Mm. Sunisha, thank you so much for your insights into the matter. Political analyst Sunisha Naidu.